Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. On Island Radio, KISL Avalon at 88.7 on your FM dial and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we're going to correct an error and get healthy, just do it, celebrate Seymour Simon's birthday, do some crawling, and take musical trips to Tennessee, St. Louis, and Points West. Last week, to start off the final segment of the show, I played O.G.O. Joy by what my notes said was the Pelham Health Inn Orchestra, directed by Lou Raderman. In trying to find out more about the Pelham Health Inn, I went to FultonHistory.com, a website containing terabytes of scanned historical documents from the U.S. and Canada, particularly the Fulton, New York area. I entered the search term Pelham Health Inn, and the first thing that showed up was an article from the October 7, 1917 issue of the New York Herald newspaper announcing the opening of the Pelham Health Inn, and I went with that information. There were also 53 other items listed about Pelham Health Inn. I also found a photograph of the inn, and a few days later, as I was about to post the photo on the show's Facebook page, I looked closely and noticed a sign for the inn, which was mostly obscured by a tree. Enlarging it revealed that the sign clearly said Heath and not Health. Another trip to FultonHistory.com and the American Discographical Project confirmed that the actual name was in fact Pelham Heath Inn and not Pelham Health Inn. And by the way, the inn was located at East Chester Road and Pelham Parkway South. It closed in 1952 and is now the site of Aging in America, an adult daycare center. Now, I try my best to do thorough research and impart accurate information, but every once in a while I get it wrong or butcher a name, which I will admit and try to correct. So for this first segment, we're going to have a set of rapidly rotating records about health. Not Heath, health. Here's Bing. It would really be a sin not to have you in my arms. I'm young and healthy, and so are you. When the moon is in the sky, tell me what am I to do? If I could hate you, I'd keep away. But that ain't my nature. I'm full of vitamin A, say. I'm young and healthy. So let's be bold In a year or two or three Maybe we will be 
it, my son, keep it under your sombrero. Life is never a bore if you have a more salute and dinero. Money is good, good to be wealthy, so is salute, Spanish for healthy. But the best is amor, for with love you're rich as Pharaoh. You're a gay caballero, here's to amor, salute and dinero. Keeping a little outside our usual 1920s and 30s boundaries from January 28, 1941, that was Elmo Tanner with Ted Weems and his orchestra, and Salud, Dinero y Amor, which translates as health, wealth, and love, even though the lyric puts them in the order of Amor, Salud, and Dinero. Salud, Dinero y Amor was written by Rodolfo Schiamarella and Al Stillman. Before Elmo Tanner, it was the Merry Max, backed by Ray Noble and his orchestra with Long As You've Got Your Health, from a January 5, 1937, Victor 78. Very popular in the 1940s, the group started out in the mid-20s as brothers Judd, Joe, and Ted McMichael, calling themselves the McMichaels, singing harmony with their mother singing melody. In 1927, the brothers were hired by Joe Hames, who changed the name to the Personality Boys, but when melody singer Cherie McKay joined them in 1930, they became the Merry Max. They landed a contract with Victor Records in 1932, were heard several times a week on NBC radio, and appeared in the Vitaphone musical Seeing Red and Love Thy Neighbor, starring Jack Benny and Fred Allen. Joe died in 1944, but with personnel changes, the group continued on until 1964. We started off with Bing Crosby with Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians and Young and Healthy from a Brunswick 78, made January 12, 1933. Young and Healthy is from 42nd Street and was written by Al Dubin and Harry Warren. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. You're no doubt familiar with Nike's trademarked phrase, Just Do It. You also may have heard comedian Larry the Cable Guy's catchphrase, Get Her Done. I also found out that apparently last week, January 9th, was Get Done Day. So for this segment, we're just going to do it. We may even do it again.
Why the chinks do it, chaps do it. Up in Lapland, the glaps do it, let's do it, let's fall in love. In Spain, the best upper sets do it. Lithuanians, let's do it, let's do it, let's fall in love. The Dutch in old Amsterdam do it, not to mention the Finns. Folks in Siam do it. Think of Siamese twins, birds in the trees do it, bees do it, even overeducated fleas do it, let's do it, let's fall in Chicken never waits till she's a hand. Don't keep me waiting, for I do vow you'll do it someday. So why not now?
think what you're missing Oh, it's a shame You miss the kissing And the rest of the game In open spaces Where men are men A chicken never waits Till she's a hen Don't keep me waiting For I do vow You'll do it someday So why not now?
Okay, that's how we get done around here, by playing records about getting done. We heard the Everbright Boys just once before on the show, back in 09, singing Da Da and Da, but they started the set with another recording from the same late April 1929 session, Cole Porter's Let's Do It. The Everbright Boys were actually Percival Mackey's band, and the vocalist was Fred Douglas. Next, another record making its triple-R debut, Rudy Valley and his Connecticut Yankees, January 31st, 1929, with You'll Do It Someday, So Why Not Now, written by Ali Rubel. Valley had recorded You'll Do It Someday as a member of the Yale Collegians for Edison a little over a year earlier. Ben Selvin and his orchestra wrapped things up in June of 1922 with Do It Again, from a 78 on the Famous label, catalog number 3135. Famous records were produced by the New York Recording Laboratories. NYRL filed a trademark application for Famous on August 31, 1921, and claimed use of the brand on records and phonographs beginning in November of 1920. Do It Again was composed by George Gershwin and made its debut in the Broadway show The French Doll, where the Buddy De Silva lyrics were sung by Irene Bordoni. Today, January 14th, marks the birth exactly 122 years ago, that would be 1896, in Detroit, Michigan, of Seymour Browdy Simons. While studying engineering at the University of Michigan, he wrote music for several reviews staged by the student union, including the musical comedy All It Glitters. Following his graduation with a degree in mechanical engineering, he worked briefly for the Packard Motor Car Company, before serving during World War I, where he achieved the rank of second lieutenant in the U.S. Army Air Service. With his training as an engineer, he was put in charge of one of the largest machine shops in the country. Following the war, he returned to Detroit, where he became known as a pianist, composer, and orchestra leader, met singer Nora Bays, and began writing complete scores for her stage shows. In 1923, Simons was leading his ten-piece orchestra, Seymour Simons and his syncopators, about which the Toledo News Bee wrote, If you like syncopation, his stuff will make your ears ambitious to stand right up and wiggle. On July 8, 1924, Simons married Ruth Oppenheim, who was born December 11, 1900, in Three Oaks, Michigan. Sadly, Ruth died far too soon on Christmas Day, 1928, but not before she and Seymour had three children, daughters Shirley and Sarah, and the youngest, son Ruth Venn, better known as Rudy. Rudy Simons is still with us at about 89 years of age and was an advertising executive, music publisher, lyricist, and lately activist and humanitarian. But this is about Seymour, who in the late 20s and early 30s was involved in radio production and the band booking business, and also leading Seymour Simons and his orchestra, heard daily over WJR, WWJ, and WXYZ. Simons died of a heart attack in Detroit on February 12, 1949. His song titles include Once in a Lifetime, I'm Just Beginning to Care, Sweetheart of My Student Days, Salt Your Sugar, his most famous All of Me, and These... Where you going with those rosy cheeks? 
I've been chasing you for weeks and weeks, rosy cheeks. You've surely got me going, my love for you is growing rosy cheeks. When you smile a little dimple peeks at me, it seems to say beware, but I don't care. I love you, rosy cheeks. What a lucky day it was for me. I was so blue, then I met you, I made up my mind, just wait and see, day after day, you'll hear me say, Love just can't be bothered with me. 
Try to stay away, and I stay. I'll find other company. Cause the one I love just can't be bothered with me. I keep making my mind up, but I wind up a hanging round her old front door. When I get a real throw down, I feel low down, but I keep coming back for more. Maybe I could get some I've met, but there's no one I can see. Just the one who says she can't be bothered with me. Oh, oh, oh. 
record is that? There are lots of recordings of Breezin' Along with the Breeze by the likes of Johnny Marvin, Sam Lennon's OK Syncopators, the WMCA Broadcasters, Seattle Harmony Kings, and certainly not least, the Revelers. But that record right there is making its triple R debut, The Ambassadors, under the direction of Louis Katzman. Seymour Simons and Richard Whiting wrote the music, and the Haven Gillespie lyrics were sung on that September 2, 1926 Vocalion 78 by the trio of Lester O'Keefe, Frank Bessinger, and Frank Wright. Before that, a Simons solo tune, The One I Love Just Can't Be Bothered With Me. You, of course, recognize that as Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians with Brother Carmen singing the Gus Kahn lyrics. That Columbia 78, number 2122-D, was waxed February 11, 1930. We started off with another Simons-Whiting collaboration, Rosy Cheeks. This time Seymour wrote the words, which were sung there by Annette Hanshaw on April 29, 1927. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7 on demand anytime at all online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. In this next segment, for no particular reason, we're going to do some crawling. Here's Doc Cook and his 14 Doctors of Syncopation. Thank you. 
Lights crawled up the window, it's all they have to do. They went up by the thousand and came down two by two. The flies crawled up the window, they said we love to roam. So once more up the window and then we'll all go home. sunshine and in rain they do not seek for pleasure they much prefer the pain and if those flies annoy you then here's what i advise just don't have any windows and then you'll have no flies
yourself, girl. Come here right now. Out there trying to crawl, you don't know how. Southern string bands aren't everyone's cup of tea, but that record's kind of charming. I think so, at least. Henry Williams on guitar, Eddie Anthony on fiddle, with Georgia Crawl from Columbia 14328-D, recorded in Atlanta, Georgia, on Thursday, April 19, 1928. Before that, a silly song, no, a very silly song, written by Douglas Ferber and Vivian Ellis, The Flies Crawled Up the Window. It was first heard in the 1932 comedy film Jack's the Boy, where it was sung by Jack Hulbert's character, Jack Brown. We heard it by Ray Starita and his Ambassadors Band on August 12, 1932. We've heard Fats Waller play his composition, Alligator Crawl, on both piano and organ. So this time we heard it performed by Doc Cook and his 14 Doctors of Syncopation, which I thought was a first for that record. That turns out not to be the case, but it has been almost 11 years. That Columbia 78 1298-D recorded in Chicago on June 11, 1927 was last played on the show February 18, 2007. Remember? On this very day, January 14, in 1939, the program Honolulu Bound made its debut on CBS Radio. The 30-minute broadcast first aired Saturday nights and later on Wednesdays. It starred comedian accordionist Phil Baker, who was born in 1893, made his first stage appearance at 14, and at age 19 teamed up with Ben Burney in an accordion-violin vaudeville act. Baker was first heard on radio in 1931 and was the first comedian on radio to include a heckler as part of the act in the person of Harry McNaughton. The show also featured Mary Kelly and the Andrews Sisters. It was sponsored by the Dole Pineapple Company, and the announcer was Harry Von Zell. The musical director was Eddie DeLang, and the show ran until October 4th. There is a 1930 recording of a song called Honolulu Bound by the Hawaiian Beachcombers, which I don't think has anything to do with the radio show, but for this segment we're not going to Honolulu anyway. We are, however, musically bound for a few other places, like Tennessee. Tennessee. 
pity sight. I'm simply fed up with it all. So goodbye to Sue and Sal. All the best to you, dear gals. To the rest of true old pals. Tell them that I'm answering to a call. I'm westward bound. Hear that sound. Choo-choo, choo-choo. Oh, boy, the train is going westward bound. Covered ground. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, boy, just hear her blowing. And those engines, drive wheels are turning. I am nearing. Out where the sun settles down You can have your K-Life in a cabaret I will take the J-Life in the new Mohair I love that sound This wheels go round Choo-choo, I'm westward bound I went north, north ain't right Six months day and six months night Too much dark, too much light So this baby went down south It got too hot, sun down there Like as not, built me to degree spot, so I thought maybe I'd go east, we got my goat, I topped and made tail coat, I checked out and left the note, in that little note I wrote, I'm westward bound, to a town, out where the sun settles down, in the drive, I opened up that throttle wide, off the train, I'm rocking in from side to side, I love that town, You always want to end a show on a high note, and there's no better ending than that. Noble Sissel and his orchestra from a Parlophone 78 recorded in London on March 29, 1928. That was Westward Bound, written by Noble Sissel and Harry Revel. Before that, you gotta love any record with a siren whistle in it. And not only that, it's by a group with a great name, the Kansas City Tin Roof Stompers, who were St. Louis bound. That Brunswick 78, number 7066 in their race record series, was made in Chicago on March 15, 1929. I don't know who blew the siren whistle, but it was Frank Melrose on piano, and who wrote St. Louis Bound, by the way, and Jimmy Bertrand on xylophone. And I do believe we're going to take another musical trip to St. Louis on next week's show, which, with any luck, will be live from the newly upgraded KISL studio complex in Memorial Park, Avalon. We started off with the Georgia Melodians from Edison 51437, and I'm Bound for Tennessee, recorded November 10, 1924. I'm Bound for Tennessee was written by George A. Little, Haven Gillespie, and Ted Fiorito. Well, the show was bound to end, and we've unfortunately come to that point, so I'm going to bound out of here. I'm Glenn Robison, and you've been listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week when the plan is to broadcast live from Avalon. And as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) 